Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Babe. 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 I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And this is... Babe. Babe. So I feel like we have a lot to babe about today. <laughs> we definitely do. Laura made out with a married man last night. Oh my god! What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. I just that was you ambushed me with that. I did. We just sat down and had a whole list of things, and you led with that. I wanted your response to be genuine. Okay. Well, my response <laughs> is a genuine fuck you. <laughs> but also, how does it feel to ruin a marriage? <laughs> oh my god, homewrecker. Okay, look. <laughs> Yes, I did make out with a married man. Yeah, However, that being said, he was I, really hot. Huh? He was really hot. And by the way, we were really about hot this. and we already talked about this. So I don't know why you're bringing no, it up. No, we talked about this because I, I really don't think the onus is on Laura. If she makes out with a guy, you would, you did not fuck him. You would not fuck him. You no, drew, you and drew I the said, line there. Look, I set a firm boundary. I said, I, I'm having a beer and fries with this guy who I met at a party and we're having a really nice time. Like, would I fuck him if he wasn't married? Maybe. But like, I said, I really want to make out with him. I don't think making out with people is bad. Yeah, I think it's like, fine. I don't think that that's a big deal. I didn't yeah, give him my phone speech. number. I'm not trying to like continue any sort of flirtation. You just or gave him a little mouth hug. Yeah. A little mouth hug. <laughs> Babe, we got uh, admonished by a security guard at the restaurant, though. Really? Why? He said... He was like, stop hanging out with this married man. He, <laughs> like, he, he knew. <laughs> well, we had like a couple beers and some French fries, and then I told him... Beers? Yeah. I know, it was weird. I'd like never drink beer, but then I was like, well, I'm finding my limits. Someone's trying to blend in with the straight man. Honey, she's, like, <laughs> she's like, wait, I can do this again. I'm like, I? all the beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can drink like a dra- like a kind of like a light dry beer, but I can't do like hoppy beer. I'm finding like my beer soft limits and hard limits. But beer and fries is a good combo. So Laura Laura hasn't talked to a straight guy. I haven't seen you talk to a straight guy in, in months, which I support. It's been forever. Right. But I also am like, okay, well, she also needs to get laid. It's it's you know, it's it's the whole It's hard because I hate them, but I also need them. It's the dilemma of the modern straight woman, you know, how like you have to deal with straight men truly deal with them like in a sexual manner but they're yeah. also terrible so what do you do yeah so we were at this party like living laughing and loving <laughs> and i look over and she's talking to a guy and i'm like i haven't seen this happen in so long i got like full chills i loved it and i remember like christine was there and she was like we're not going over there we're not disturbing it it was like a souffle it was like like you guys like, are really good i kept waiting for one of you no, to, but no we're way. at an age we now were, we're, we're at an age now where we like you have to let it happen. You guys know what's best for me. I do. And I knew that disrupting it could cause the whole thing it to crumble. Have, it would have crumbled. It would, I would have, have left. Yeah. I would have been like, bye, guys. So like, I needed to, you know, you needed to be lost at sea and use him as a life raft because I was not, no one was going to go disturb that because we were so supportive and it, it looked great. You guys were getting along. I had no idea he was married. I, mean, I didn't know until like we'd been talking for over an hour. Yeah. He was hot. He was so hot. He was very dreamy. He's European. Yeah. I mean, 
he was like, it was great. I had a really great time. And then I set like a firm boundary of like, I was like, I'm not going to sleep with you. I'm not going back to your hotel and you're not coming back to my apartment. But what I will do did is... Did he want to fuck? Yeah. He did? Yeah. Did he say it? Yeah. He was like, let's fuck? He said, I want to shag you. So. He said, I want to shag you? Yeah, he's Euro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if an if American guy Excuse said that, me. it's gross. But when he said it, it was like, lol. Okay. Did you lol? Yes. Okay. I lolled hard. Okay. I basically just like lolled and trolled him. And then I, I was can't like, believe you. It's the difference between, I sort of got a gay what? guys would have just been like, let's go. Well, you know, you know, here's the deal. I'm not here to like fuck with anyone. Gay guys are sluts. Well, what? I'm not here to fuck with anyone's relationship. And it, I, from what I gathered <laughs> with doing like, research. Yeah. Cause I, I like, What's the difference of you making out with him and fucking honestly at this point? Like you're already, you're already, he's already cheating. It's like, why not just go for the full thing? Sex is different in my mind. Like that's like, yeah. you're See, that's in a bed, di- yeah. you're going to someone's like place no, of, I like, get it. where they're staying. It's like more intimate. And then you're like, <sighs> it's like a thing that happened. Yeah. It's, and like making out is no, like, we it. had a fun time and then we parted ways and it was a fun night. Yeah. It's just like less stakes. I get it. Plus, it's for me, really, truly, for me, it would have made me feel bad to have sex with him. Yeah. And I told him that. I was like, I'm not going to have sex with you. Like, it would make me feel bad. Ordinarily, this would have been a babe, but I think it's a babe. It's a real babe. Yeah. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. empowered by it. I'm a little. She needed it. (laughs) She needed it. I'm like a true monster. She was ready. What do you mean? Well, no, I'm not. I don't because I don't feel bad about it, and I think that it's fine. If I was dating someone, I would be like, you can. If they made out with someone, I mean, not like right when we like DTR'd the relationship, but like, Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm think that making out is a healthy human thing to do. (laughs) Right, Samantha, or whoever his wife is. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Samantha. Babe. <laughs> Babe, don't don't bring me here to shame me because you truly I'm talk not. about making out. You talk I about support. making out outside of your relationship all the time. I know. Well, I talk to Jonathan on about an obsessive it. level. I talk to Jonathan about. Well, it. Well, I talk to the universe about <laughs> it. So fuck you. Same, yeah. Well, whatever. I think it's great. Anyways. I Anyways. I think it's good. So that happened. So that happened. And then last weekend was a journey. Last for weekend, you, you babed out. I had deep, I, there was a babe moment for sure. There you, was a true. You babed hard. I babed really hard. You babed the hardest that I've ever seen you babe before. Well, we had a meetup for a fan meetup. The yeah. sexy unique podcast uh-huh. and fans of the podcast that live in Los Angeles. So, uh-huh. I organized a meetup for us to like all hang and get to know each other and we met at Mixology at the Grove mm-hmm. and things just went off the rails. How are the drinks there? Are they good? I don't know. I didn't have like a cocktail there. Later, that was well, later. I had so you had like twenty thousand. I drank that very night. irresponsibly. Like normally, I'm like, oh, if I'm drinking, I'll have like a few drinks, and it'll be of the same yeah. genre. You but you went all around night, the world. I went all over the world. I started off at like a Chinese restaurant, having like a dragon bowl, like sharing like a bunch of that's like, I think what what them. did it because when you drink that shit, you wild out because it's all sugar. It's so you go all crazy. sugar, and I'm pretty sure there was Jaeger in there, which I haven't sure. had since like high school when I used to be a true psychopath and like 
Yeah. And then from there, I went to the meet from Chinese restaurant. I went to the meetup and then I had like glasses of white wine and like rose. <laughs> and then the meetup, once Mixology shut down, the meetup transferred locations to Blue Collar, a bar right. down the street, where I had like shots of whiskey. And it so was truly it insane. It was like, too much. I, I was at a uh, dinner at a winemaker's house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was. And so you were. I was. Like, and Ryan didn't meet up till later. You didn't come no. and to the meetup. Well, I had my until, dinner. Yeah. I had my dinner. The, the the raw wine fair was in town. Honey. Which I is know. the organic. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. So, anyway, Domain Ole, my little wine shop, my home away from home, was hosting this dinner for a winemaker um, from Europe, from France. And he was in town. It was like a, it was chic. It was like a wine tasting menu. Yeah, it was. It was. You also have to pay to go. Yeah, I paid. Does everyone pay to go or just you? No, everyone paid. It okay. was like small dinner. It was like sixteen people. Okay. And uh, so you know, small. hanging out with what? <laughs> and I was hanging out with like Jill, who works at Domino Lay. She owns it, and like Courtney, and like it was everything. I mean, I love those girls. And I've like wanted to like be Franz. Yeah, you know what I mean. You've been working on this relationship with these with the Domain LA girls for a long. time. It's been like two years. Yeah, it's been two years and (laughs) And thousands. I I feel like this finally. Oh, true, truly, of course, yeah. yeah. So I think this was my way. This was like finally just me breaking through. You're in now. Oh, I'm totally in. So Ryan is at his winemaker dinner, (laughs) and I was at the sexy unique meetup, just like whiling out, Mm -hmm. and then he came to the meetup. But but well, by that Laura time, called was... me and she's like, oh, hey, I, uh, 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 like literally like because the like, fans sounding, wanted you. I told the was, fans you'd be there. You, you sounded there. like the Loch Ness monster on the phone. Like literally, it was like <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like this is like Linda Blair Exorcist. Like <laughs> I was like literally like my just trembling, and I was like, okay, I, well, ha- I wanted to know where you were. I have to go, and like I knew that Christine was just doing the pass off. Like we were taking our shifts, and my shift was starting in ten minutes. I had to go. <laughs> I had to go watch over you. And, um, we go to, we, Jonathan was like, my boyfriend was like, no, I'm fucking going home. And I went to boot collar and there were, there were some fawns there. And, uh, and you were really, really drunk. I, I was mean, drunk. I had not seen you that drunk in years, I think. It's been years. It's yeah. at least been a year. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> it's been years. It's been at least a year. Yeah, it has. <laughs> Cause I just don't really drink like that. But when no. you get me, Around my fans, oh, yeah, you you get drunk on their love. And I get drunk get, on their love, and I let them buy drunk. let them buy yeah. me drinks all night, and then talk me into like shots of whiskey, which I never do, and just like truly, you were just truly feeding off the love like a fucking serpent. Like, no, I needed it. Like I needed sucking love. energy. Like, I loved it. No, it was great, and, but you were also sucking everything else alive. down. No, yeah, and so then <laughs> I like I blacked out. I met a fan of yours that flew, he flew in from, um, Charlotte and he, he's never seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules. I know, I'm obsessed. Which I thought was amazing. That's amazing. It was actually, it was just crazy. I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, how can one be so obsessed with a podcast about a show that they've ever seen? But I think it speaks to your, to your talent as a podcast. Thank you. I know that really truly made me know that there was a, there was a girl who showed up who just showed up because her Lyft driver was coming. Who never? Who didn't even know what we're talking about? No, I about. thought the Lyft driver decided to stop driving because her, the girl was going to the meetup. And then no, 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 it was the other this, way. Around? The other way around. This girl, I think, it was, <laughs> I think, I think it was a Lyft line. So I think it was a passenger in the Lyft line with her that was like, "Oh, I'm going to this meetup," and she was like, "Okay, I'll just go with you." Yeah. So because I I go there and she's like, "I'm sorry, I've actually never heard of this podcast <laughs> or anything." And by the way, the person that she had gone in the Lyft with was gone, so she was just there alone. 
hanging out with these people about it was truly bizarre. She loved it. It was bizarre. She had a good time. Everyone had a really good time. Yeah. I had a great Laura, time. But Laura then ran away. She I ran missing. away. You I don't actually remember. went missing. Yeah. I so, did. I like to start I you know what? I like so what to be adored was, and then I want to start drama. She started some drama. So basically what happened was she started dancing with one of her fans and then she fell over. Oh, and then you really? did. I don't you, remember. Like, you that. hit your head on something. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just and then he was like, Are you okay? And you're like, Yeah. And then you just ran out the door. And well, then you, you, you know le- why I you did left that. all your stuff. You well, left all Here's my train of thought in retrospect, and I can tell you why I chose Please to make that enlighten decision. Enlighten me. When I get into a like <sighs> a ner- <laughs> when I get into a situation where I like fall or potentially embarrass myself in public, I immediately just want to run away, and so that's mm. why I fled the scene. Okay. Well, yeah. That. Thank I you. was like, oh my god, I it got all. It all makes sense. No, now. <laughs> I truly. I can tell you in my brain, like in my yeah. state, I was like. Oh my god, this is humiliating. I've got to go and then just left. So, which is the, not the smartest decision because I did leave all my belongings at the bar. No, everything. But so you, you were, were there, so you got them. Yeah, and then but, I just needed to hide out for a while and let the scandal die down. So, two of the two of the fans came up to me and he goes, "Laura went is rant. She went away." And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "She's gone." And I was like, "What?" And so we go outside. You're <laughs> you're nowhere to be found. I mean, it's awkward because I don't know these people. Well, like, they love you. Yeah, well, and I they, also Maybe they needed some alone time with you, and I had I knew that too, and I wanted to give the fans what they wanted. That's exactly what you were thinking. You're right. So, but um, you found me, and it wasn't dark. I was just like, lol. You were, yeah. You know, it wasn't dark. You just were <laughs> passed out on the ground, basically. No. I mean, kind of. You're really painting me in a negative light. On no, this you are. No, you come in hot with a lot of accusations that I don't appreciate. You've just been a busy girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really living my life and feeling. No, you are, things have been really good. Well, things things were, have been good. Things have been good, but actually, you finally got paid the day after what? the meetup. I truly was the most hungover I've ever been in my entire. Which life. I didn't really believe because I, I have not gotten. Really, you didn't. You I didn't truly really believe didn't it. believe the victim in this. Circumstance. Well, no, because you were kind of not. You were. Look, I've seen you hungover so many times. I just assumed Brian, this was. I truly was dead. I woke up in the morning to like two missed calls from you i had i think i got home and then tried to like undress and go to bed but just managed to get my pants and underwear off and then just like passed out on top of the covers with all the lights on in my room pantless and with my shirt and socks on and all my makeup on and i was like fuck and then woke up took a shower of shame like the hottest i could handle chugged some water, two Advils, went back to bed. And I, t- well, right before I went back to bed, I talked to you on the phone. You were like, babe, the raw wine expo is today and you have to come. Like you have to, there's no choice. And I was like, yeah, cause I, you don't understand. I was like, I'm on the verge of death. Like I don't know. And you, you were like, no, really... you were like, no, you're coming to the raw wine expo. You're yeah, coming to the I expo. Thought, I thought a little hair of the this dog. This is at 10 a.m. And I was like, dog would be good. looking down the barrel of a loaded gun called the Raw Wine Expo. I truly was like, I could have slept for 48 hours. So I <laughs> go. So I was like, Ryan's going to flip his shit if I don't get up and go to the expo at 2 p.m. So I just put myself down and tried to power nap from yeah. like 10 to 2. Right. And then I woke up and I could barely function. I yeah. ate a bowl of like Cheerios and yeah, you were like too hungover to eat. I was too hungover to eat, which is, which is when is I know darkest, it's really bad. That's the darkest journey of all. But I picked you up. So Ryan came over. I picked me up. I couldn't like I couldn't 
put makeup on. Like all I could do is like put my hair in a high pony and like put a sweatshirt on. And that's like all I could truly do. So we go to this raw wine expo and I'm like, it'll be just like not, I just thought in my head, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, truly wine is the last thing I want right now. (laughs) And raw wine is like, it's organic wine. I know raw wine just means organic. Raw wine means organic, but it also means like funkier wine flavors. And so a funky wine is truly, if you could, if I could make a list of everything I wanted that day, raw (laughs) wine sipping on it would have been Wait, by the, the way, it was very so cute. Bottom Last of the night list. at the wine bar, Jonathan was like, hello, do you have any raw wine here? <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, any raw wines? And they were just like, what? <laughs> like, a raw wine, that's just like a name for the festival. Like, there's no such thing as a raw wine. And the guy, people were just like, excuse me? <laughs> and I was like, Jonathan, it's not hey, a, raw a, a raw wine. It's organic. He's like, raw wine? Anyone? And the, like, the bartender was so confused. But so, oh my God. So, Ryan drags me to the expo. I am truly in a state, and yeah. I'm like, maybe I can get through this. Maybe not. And I was really, I was really hungover too. I honestly, there was a part where I was like, we should just go home because I wasn't feeling well either. But then I powered through. <laughs> well, so we get to the expo, and then I realize that this raw wine expo is maybe the chicest event. Oh. In all of the so, land, because basically it's like it's like a rich like, white person's hobby. Yeah, it's, it's like, just like all like white foodies that look yes. like, that look like kind European because they're like they, by the way people fly in from Europe and shit for this. It's yeah. like in, it's a big. It was deal. truly like it's a big, a big chic deal. scene that I entered. I was the worst dressed person there. I had no makeup. I had like three visible zits and like dark circles under my eyes. I was so hungover. I I truly thought I was going to die from the hangover that day. Like yeah. I had a moment where I was like, "Am I die? Like, is this what it feels like to die?" Yeah. And I'm now at a raw wine expo, surrounded by, by the way, chic people. You drank some wine. Uh. Well, a little bit because i felt what am i supposed to do i was just gonna stand there and like hover well over you did you. well i stood there and just like weirded people out for a really long time i sipped i took like three sips of wine and then i was like i have to sit down and yeah, so i sat did. down while ryan like drank more wine <laughs> and then i was like will you just get me i was like i'll just get a korean barbecue burrito because the koji truck was at this raw right. wine expo that's good yeah, but you couldn't. I was too hungover to eat it, and then yeah, I was couldn't. like, "I'm truly ill. Like, I can't. If I can't eat, that's like, really then mean, things are things in are a looking, dire place." Yeah. So good. I like tried to eat this burrito, couldn't do it. Threw Meanwhile, it away. I'm starting to like hit my groove because I was really hungover, and then all of a sudden, I just basically what happened was is I just got kind of drunk again and was fine. Yeah, Ryan was like. <laughs> Fun, flirty, fabulous, like talking to people, running around at the Wild Wine Expo, like the winemakers, yeah, running into like no people. I truly socialized. I walked back into the expo and I was like, I'm just, I have to just sit down the rest of the time. Like I could not stand up. My head was pounding. I was like, I'm either gonna like throw up or like shit my pants. Like there's no. (laughs) Everything is horrible here at the expo. So I just like sat on a on the stage and like waited for ryan to like finish like for an hour while you just like ran around like getting drunk and like tasting wine so yummy i tasted so many amazing wines that day i truly was just like i hate my life right now and i really i didn't think still in my i was so naive i really didn't think it was that bad i don't know i just thought like i could not stand i know but i was like "Mm." you were in a really you were in a really selfish mode oh yeah i was at my raw wine (laughs) 
my family. Ryan wanted to do my sisters. <laughs> Ryan wanted to my raw wine, and that was it. I'm like, why did I even wine. come? Do you have any raw wine here? Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed for him. You could have gone to the expo on your own. No, I couldn't have. You basically did. You went with a shell of a human being. That was I know. Me. I know. So finally, like Ryan finished his raw whining. Yeah. And we get he gets the Uber to go back to our apartment, and I truly am like at, at the end of the line. It's yeah. Like I've reached my still. Wit end you with were the you were keeping it pretty chill. I when you started when well, babe, I'm not gonna fully like. I don't know what you expect from me when I say I'm so I feel so sick and I can't even sit up in the Uber and I'm just like basically have my head out the window so air is like blowing in my face and I love that you're like she's fine. <laughs> I love that I like I literally got in the Uber to go to the expo like my outfit alone and presentation should have told you that I'm not fine. I know you were looking a little toast. Uh yeah, I yeah. was like not I'm not there. Oh, my honey. And so, <laughs> but you process that information. You're like, it's great. We're off to the expo. We go. <laughs> I really wanted to go. It's I once truly, a year. It's a big in, deal. In the Uber on the way to the expo, I was like, I've never felt this awful in my entire life. And Ryan's like, I still like just don't understand. Like, I just didn't think you were that hungover. <laughs> I sat on the ground. I saw what I expo. wanted to see. Yeah, you did see what you wanted to see. So then we're on the way back from the expo. I have like my head almost out the window, air blowing on my face, just like trying to keep it together. And it dawns on me that like, I'm going to throw up. Like there is... No Again, world. Didn't see it coming. There's no world in which I'm like not gonna throw up. Yeah. And when you're in the back of an Uber, you have a lot of decisions to make about like how you're going to pull off like a successful vom. And you did it so well, by the way. Did you, I you did. did? You did an amazing job. It was incredible. It was like it should have won the Oscar. I. It really. You. It, Thank it, you. It, it was like yeah. It was well, like so. I calculated like I was like I'm gonna. I realized I was like, I'm going to throw up at some point between now and when I go to bed tonight. Like there's, there's no version of my life where like vomiting is not in my future. So I came to terms with that. And then I calculated like how far we were from home. And I was like, I will probably throw up before I reach home because there's traffic and like, right. we're still like at least two miles away. And this is just like, this is my journey. This is my life. Like I have to face this fear. So then we pulled up at like, then in my mouth, you know, when you're like about to throw up and your mouth starts watering really yeah. badly mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my God, I have literally 10 to 30, like 10 to 15 seconds to like figure out what I'm going to do about this and like right. mitigate the damage. So we pulled to a stoplight and then I got the mouth water and then I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then I just knew I was like, I have to open the door, just like lean yep. out the car and vomit. And and like vomit quickly before it was the so graceful it was so graceful I didn't you didn't take off the seatbelt so i could like kind of get a good lean going like vomited and then i was like excuse me sir do you mind pulling over you were so calm and collected and he was really nice he too. was really nice our so uber he, driver gets mvp yeah so he pulled over and then i like he was like sure him. like you didn't he, was, like, he sure. was he was not flustered at all he no. was like whatever he was actually like really Very chill. chill about it yeah and so then he pulled over and then i fully vomited for like five minutes <laughs> no no for like three minutes no were they a minute okay well i did like the rest but it was a lot of vomit it was a lot of vomit yeah. i didn't even know that i had that much in me because i didn't it was crazy it was crazy and so then he gave me a water and i like finished my journey and then we came home 
And then you ordered pizza and I couldn't eat. I just like, I, I was still so over. And then I vomited again before I went to bed. I have not had a hangover like that. Maybe I'm the babe of the week because you kind of are the babe of the week. (laughs) Like when you were like, "What are we going to talk about this week?" I'm like, "Well, I think we got our bases covered with you." You just had an intervention on me. No, I mean, like I like that like happens sometimes. You know, it's like I haven't vomited in a while, probably like two years, maybe. I mean, but I thought I was done. I, I remember I had gone probably three years without vomiting, and I just thought, oh, I can't vomit anymore. Like, that's not possible. No. And you, then – Just when you uh, think it's not possible, right. life will tell you that it's Well, it's, it's all about, by the way, it's all mixing. About, yeah, mixing alcohols and, like, knowing how much you, like, being a responsible drinker. And also having, like, 15 drinker. drinks. Yeah, it was like just – it was, like, it spiraled really out of control, and I paid the price. Oh, Honey. Honey. Am I, I okay? I'm like, do I need to go to rehab? No, God, you're fine. <laughs> I vomited today in a workout class. That's fine. But that was just from working out. It's just from working out, honey. You're all good. Wow. It's all fine. It's all going to be okay. I feel like I'm being painted like a like a mess. It's weird. Like you're just vomiting outside of Ubers. You're cheating. Like you're, you know, you're dating married men. I'm not uh, dating you know, anyone. It's like crazy. Like what's next? You know what Stop. I mean? Just a random like cocaine habit. Like no. what's what's the next? Journey? I've already been there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, um, so yeah. What else are we going to talk about? Let's um, not talk about me anymore. Oh, I've never heard you say that before. <laughs> <laughs> first <laughs> i was like i was truly thinking of like who's gonna be the babe of the week like really racking my brain and not coming and up with anything and like I and know. then true when you can't think of someone that's the babe then of you're the, the babe you yeah. spoiler alert yeah if you. you are if you're having to rack your brain for too long the babe is sitting right in front of you yeah you look in the mean? mirror look in the mirror and the babe. Say, there babe? she babe is <laughs> yeah there their babe is, is. <laughs> yeah because i was like I was scrolling through Instagram this morning and I was like, Misha Barton posted a really good post. Misha's a forever babe. Misha's a forever babe. She's so a forever I was like, babe. we can talk about Misha because she posted this picture of her like smiling. It was psychotic. It was psychotic, like staring into the camera and she goes, maybe I'm just too happy. And it yeah, was like, that's it. Honey. That's exactly it. You're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honey. And me. she was giving this like maniacal smile. Yeah. And- it was a true, it was a babe. Moment. Yeah, and it was a total. I was like, moment. "Oh, Misha's the babe of the week," but little did I know. I know you beat Misha. C'est moi. I met Misha once. Did you? I met Misha once a night that I vomited. Actually, uh, I went to. I think I've told you the story. I think maybe I don't know. I went. Uh, <laughs> what? I know the story. Well, I w- tell it again because I love it. I went to. I. Did you really upset some people? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell well, the I story. went to. This is bad. I'm gonna. <laughs> I guess I'll name names. I feel name bad. Name names. Whatever. There, there was um. Okay, so I me and my friend Carrie 
we actually we had dinner at my house. It was a very you know um, civilized night in, and then we got a text. I think, it always starts that way. Yeah, and then we got a text. I think from my drug dealer at the time, um, maybe I think who was like. Oh, we're going to Westway. You know, you should come. So we're like, okay, let's do that. Westway was this. This is back when you lived in New York. Yeah. yeah. It was this club back in the day that was like, you know, happening or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we go over to my drug dealer's house and uh, the girl from The Ring is there. Oh. So, Samara. <laughs> Samara. Yeah. And then I was like, she's this is unwell. Incredible. She's is she? Kinda, yeah. She recently, I think, was involved in like a scandal where oh. she dropped someone off at the hospital and that was like ODing and drove away. And they <laughs> might have died. I'm not sure. I think. I remember, I guess. Yeah, I think but I know what you're talking about. there's some darkness there. <laughs> there's Samara. Samara. Samara still lives on. Samara is actually like iconic. Like she's an iconic human being, but like you can't play Samara. In a God, state. she really did do that. I remember reading she that. Did. So, that's fucked up it's really fucked oh up. oh my god i don't think she got in trouble for it <laughs> but duh. it doesn't matter if you get in trouble for that or not you're, yeah your you're soul marked. is in trouble you're marked for life you're gonna have oh, to man. you're gonna be like dead in seven days <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you know what i mean seven days. seven days yeah um so she was there and i was like lol <laughs> and then we all went together um and what happened? Oh yeah, we we went we went to Westway and we ran into some friends and Misha was at their table and my friend was like, Do you want to meet Misha? And I was like, kind of no, because here's the thing. No. I don't like to meet the babes. And you've I don't like you've to meet written babes. about Misha a lot, haven't oh, you? I've, of yeah. course. Like, She's my you wrote about Yeah. Like yeah. both you and I have like written We've, a ton yeah. of content. I think about I wrote Misha. like one where she like showed up to Coachella like on the wrong like someone <laughs> pranked her. And she showed up to Coachella and no one was there. <laughs> it's better to not meet your idols. No, no. it's Just th- let them live. No, you don't want to meet your train wrecks. No. You don't want to meet your train wrecks. You don't want to meet your idols. Mm-mm. Like, I don't want to meet any of these people no. because um, that would – it's too dark for me. It's mm-hmm. too dark up close. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Misha was there and I was really uncomfortable and I was like, hey. And then I, like, ran away <laughs> and my friend was like, you left Misha there. Why do you leave Misha? <laughs> She was like, I can't believe how rude you were to Misha. <laughs> she kept getting mad at you for it, didn't she? It was like, it was like, she hot. was like, it's crazy to me that you would treat Misha this it was, way. No, it, was a little, it was a little tense. This was a friend of ours that tense. like is, was really repped hard for Misha. Like they hung out for a yeah. long time, which is a which is a TBD. <laughs> yeah, so that was it. And then I was I was on like so much Percocet. I'm and then I and then I went home and I vomited. <laughs> That's a babe. You babe out. Oh, honey, I was I was a babe for like five years. Yeah, I was a total babe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was it was it was bad. I kind of don't trust people that have never been like a babe. Yeah, you I know? know. Well, no. I mean, I like think I the need ones that, a little bit of a mess. The ones that have said they've never babed out are liars and yeah. they're actually like a forever babe. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true. But I mean, I'm glad. I that, can't like, believe you would treat Misha. <laughs> you ignored Misha. What about Misha? What about Misha? She's still there. Please go talk to Misha. She's still there. She's still talking. To you. Come on. Go talk to Misha. She wants friends. Go talk to her. She's lonely. Come on. Come on, talk to Misha. She won't bite. Um, unless she knows you have drugs. So, um, and then who knows? <laughs> Wild animal. Um, Anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anywho, what were we talking so about, Misha? Oh, yeah. 
Misha also had did one of my favorite performances this <laughs> year. <laughs> When she had the breakdown. When she had a, a mental <laughs> break from reality and was like I'll maybe dosed with too much GHB or something yeah. and like hung over a fence and screamed into the void. She was all of and us in said, that moment. She said, I'll be your conduit. <laughs> she laughed like maniacally and like fell off a fence. I truly was like, I feel you. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. We've, we've all, all screamed, I'll be your conduit. <laughs> To no one. I'll be your conduit. <laughs> like she true. I was like living for that moment. It's an iconic moment. Yeah. He, anyone and everyone should Google it now. My salad's here, so I gotta oh, I gotta pause. But okay. <laughs> we're gonna. T- I'm gonna take a salad break, and then we're gonna come back. Okay, so oh, we're back it? from a salad. Oh, yeah. What? When, can I talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be weird. Well, I was thinking about... <laughs> you were thinking about... You had a, a thought while I was life. salading. Yeah. Yeah. I get very inspired watching you eat a salad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought about who's like kind of a babe in my life right now. It's my parents. <laughs> they are. So my little brother got sent away. <laughs> to utah bless him utah and um for being a bad boy which is very sad and traumatic and all that stuff and now they're like kind of like empty nesters like a little bit you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and so they kind of just like don't know what to do with themselves like because well, your little brother was like on crazy amounts of drugs and like very depressed and- yeah and he took up a lot of their energy yeah. and and he was their obsession for a long time and now he's gone girl oh my god i and- i have to say as a kid that also had the exact same journey as your brother yeah. like in high school and was sent away to like therapeutic boarding school I love him. I know. Well, I mean, I you know what? Hopefully, I think he's doing great. Blah blah. blah but like, yeah. I but actually, it also sh- shed shines a lot of light on like the fucked up family element because well, yeah. it takes a it takes like a it takes, it takes a village. A, it takes a lot to burn down a village. Yeah, it takes a village <laughs> takes a to, to create a troubled teen. Yes, yes, yeah, it's not. Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. a lot of things go into it. But I, now they're kind of like empty nesters, and they're kind of like my dad is retired and. He's kind oh, of like, I didn't know that. I thought oh, yeah. Okay. And he called me today and he was like, uh, I don't really know what to do anymore because like Jason was kind of my thing and he's gone now. So I just don't have much of a life. My dad was like, I don't have, and I, he doesn't. And I feel really bad because I'm really busy and I don't really have time to hang out with him that much. You're like, anyways, dad, sorry, that sucks. No, but you're making him take you to the Grove. I am. I'm making him, I'm like, dad, you want to get something to do? Get a life? Take me to the Grove to get the new iPhone. So he's doing that today. That's nice. You're giving I him love purpose. my dad so much and I love my stepmom so much. I like love the fuck out of them and I just like want the best for them and I just like want them to like find their truth. Mm-hmm. But it's hard when you're mid sixties. <laughs> I mean, I think you have to undo a lot of... There's got to be a... You yeah. Ha- in order to grow, you have to be ways. able to like undo the, all the bad patterns that you've taught yourself. Yeah. So, And it just gets harder the older you get. I just want them get, to find the like hobbies. Can... I want them to like do things. I want them to like go to workout classes and shit. Like well, I want them to like live their... I want them to like go enrich their minds. Go to a fucking museum. Are I don't you know. telling them this? Yeah. I love that they're, you're saying this on this podcast. Why? Is it weird? No. <laughs> 
Is it weird? No, I mean it's fine. It, it, it's been a big babe part of my life. It the has last, been the a last big year. babe part of your life. They've been they've been babing out, mm-hmm. and I've been like it's weird, and I feel like I've kind of as the kid have been kind of relegated to this role of being like the one of sound mind and mm-hmm. giving advice, which is kind of an interesting twist. But it's, it's true. You, really you, you switch places yeah. with your parents. You just, I mean, everyone says it and it's true. I mean, my parents, like my whole family is like a babe. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like they can't not babe. Like right. they're, it's like That's beyond their, their capability. Their babe. natural state is babe. It's like, I'm going home for a week for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And when are you leaving? I leave on Monday. Oh, really? I know. Yeah. Oh, sad. Sad. Um, but my parents, or, like. We're not recording the podcast. No, we can record it. You can just you call mean? me. Oh. You can Skype me. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I'm serious. When it, when he, no. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I'm not going to Skype you. So you're just, we're just going to skip a week. How am I going to record on Skype? Yeah. That's weird. I record it. I like being with you. <laughs> well, I we're guess that this is announcing that we're, we're going to miss a week. A week. I'm yeah. not Skyping. I'm sorry. Our fans deserve better than that. I would argue that our fans deserve a once a week thing. No, and it would be really fun and a, funny. No, we need. Well, one if week. you want us to do an episode, you should tweet at <laughs> Ryan O'Con justice for babe and no. we'll do an episode. Well, yeah, let's, let's, let's have them write in, but I need to see an overwhelming response to change my mind. Oh God. He's, so you're it. such an attention whore. No, I'm serious. I'm just, what's I'm, your big problem here? I don't want to Skype. That feels weird. That's embarrassing. Why is that embarrassing? To like, be like, Oh, on Skype, like, I can't hear you. Uh, breaking up. Uh, you like, put headphones. Like technology. In, uh, you put headphones into your computer. Well, guess what? That's not going to work because my fucking headphone socket is broken. Surprise, surprise. That's so, what happens when you buy a computer while Mercury is in retrograde. I know. I need to get a new one. So anyways, I'm going home for Thanksgiving. Oh, so we can't even do it because my fucking headphones are like, everything's broken. Okay. So, sorry. Well, okay. anyways. <laughs> I'm upset. Now. Anyway, but I'm Anyways, sure we'll, so I'm we'll going, have a lot to talk about once you return. Yeah, we will. I'm going home for Thanksgiving and like already there's been like a communication. Like my, my family specializes in like total communication breakdown. Like mm-hmm. they can't, they cannot, there's like a, no one is able to communicate properly with each other. <laughs> it's true. It's a miracle that like I can communicate well with the world and like mm-hmm. myself and my friends because my family are like, they're a lost. It's cause. like a comical game of telephone gone So. Wrong. I get a text from my stepmom. She texts me and my sister, Jenny, Jenny, my southern stepmom. And she's like, what do you guys want to do for Thanksgiving dinner? And like, (laughs) then I get a text from my dad on a separate text train. My dad texts me and my sister. And he asks what we're going to do on Thanksgiving. My sister doesn't respond. So I respond for her. And I'm like, she's not going to be here until like, she her flight gets in at like four thirty in the afternoon on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving? yeah, oh, which wow. is like a real what troll. The fuck? To Why'd she do that? I don't know because she's that's weird. Sarah is, is in a place of just wanting to troll with all her decisions. That's real because she feels relate. like she needs a lot of justice, and she does. That's that's real. You know what trolling is about justice? It's trolling you, is it's, about justice. It's how you get yours. So she's trolling. So I answer, and I'm like, well, Sarah doesn't get in until four thirty, and like it's a power move. Yeah, it's a real. Anyways, move. don't start dinner until I'm there. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. she texts. She she texted my mom separately and she was like, you better have food ready when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm like, Sarah doesn't get in. So maybe we should, we could either do lunch and I could come and have lunch with you early. Cause they, they want to go have lunch at the, con- you, yeah. they want to go have lunch at the country club, but the country club closes at three. So I was like, well, I can come earlier, but also you should loop in my brother, Jake, who also lives in Oklahoma and is not included on these text chains about like the Thanksgiving. Oh, plans. it's crazy. Yeah, there's so, so much crazy. back and forth. So there's so much back and forth. And the onus always falls on you to keep on everything me. together. Yeah, I'm yeah. the glue that I'm holds. I'm the same way yeah. in my family. Yeah. And it's so insane. then my mom calls me and my mom now like, does your mom do this? Or she, my mom calls me and all I do is go, hey, what's up? And then she launches into a 20-minute monologue. Oh, forget it. Yeah. My mom could talk about getting cut off at like the grocery store for 45 minutes. She could give a TED Talk. My mom gave me a TED Talk about what should she order from Whole Foods, just prepared food for Thanksgiving, and what do I think of that? And this is what she'd want to order, but do we even like turkey? Does and- that make you sad that it's like going to be from Whole Foods? I get so I upset. love. Well, think, the thing is, like, I love to cook. Yeah. But... My sister getting in at 4.30 is really throws a wrench into like cooking because right. then my dad and Jenny want to go to lunch at the country. It's like there's a no whole time. thing. So there's yeah. no time. And then also my mom is in the middle of like trying to sell her house. So she's stressed about that. And it's like making a big mess in the kitchen just feels like it's just yeah. like not the time. But I'll cook something else like while I'm there. I'm not yeah. worried about that. But yeah, like a prepared meal from it's whole sad. Foods, I'm like we, We've gone to like restaurant like, dinners before for Thanksgiving and it's so fucking bleak. Yeah. So well, I'm bleak. looking down the barrel of a bleak Thanksgiving. Yeah. So then my mom's like, well, what do you what do you want to do? And then I'm like, well, I need to tell my mom like and then it's weird because my parents are divorced. So then I have to like, and when it comes to holidays and you have divorced parents, it's always like oh, so awkward it. to like, I know it's like when you have to be the one that's like, Oh, well dad, like dad wants to do this. And like, you can come if you want or not. Like, but I'm not, I'm not trying to like leave you out. It's like puts me in a weird position where I feel like I'm like choosing sides, even mm-hmm. though it's like, we're all adults and there's no sides to be chosen anymore. But so then I'm like, well, maybe you and dad should like text each other or like figure it out. But my dad doesn't like texting anyone. He likes getting an assistant. He likes getting Jenny to do all the texting. He likes a communicator on his behalf always. Keep I'm so, already exhausted. Yeah. The, the amount of mechanics. No, the it's amount so, of like it's so many the gymnastics so, that go into just planning. What we decided a we're thing. gonna do. I was like, we should just decide and then have like one Thanksgiving thing that we all do. Like that to me would be the ideal situation where it's right. like we either I was like I laid out all the options. Then my dad called me and then he's like, What should we do? And I was like, here's the three options that we could do. We can do a lunch at the country club mm-hmm. at noon and then a, like a dinner either when Sarah gets in or a dinner the next day, or we can just wait and all do a dinner when Sarah gets in, mm-hmm. or we can wait and all do a dinner the next day. Mm-hmm. But so then he was like, well, I'll have Jenny text Linda, like my mom and like <laughs> figure out. It's like, great. Sounds really adult. Wow. So then he texted. So then they all decided we're going to do a lunch at noon. Uh-huh. Then my mom is going to do like a dinner with Sarah when, she, when she gets in, then we're going to do another dinner the next night. So oh. now we're having like three Thanksgiving events. It's okay. Too, it's a That's lot. That's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's going to, this is like not a good plan. But I also am like, I I just, I hate being the person that has to like deal with all of, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I'm the one that can like effectively deal and like manage the situation. Mm-hmm. But I also really resent being put in that position because I would love it if like my family was just very functional. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess like I can does your family go, forever. Does, does your be. family go to therapy? Like family therapy? No, just like 
therapy in general? Like, does your mom go to therapy? Um, no, my dad goes to a therapist that he goes to a therapist <laughs> named Tony that's retired, but just still sees my dad. <laughs> I wish I could quit you. No. And like, he's been going to Tony for years and has never gotten better at life. Like, well, that's the thing. People who are in therapy, like chronically, and they're like in their 50s or 60s. And I look at, I see them and I'm like, you're psychotic. What are you doing every week in therapy? Are you like, are you playing solitary? Are no, you like, it was, are you playing operation? He's not like, like, what are you doing? Tony is not like enabling my dad to like grow as a person. <laughs> no, he's enabling I, he him to really keep makes, going to therapy yeah, and make money. Yeah. And okay. so I, the best thing about Tony was that I met him the last time I was in Oklahoma City and my dad was like, let's go to therapy together. And so. Wait, you did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't tell Maybe you I, this. I don't know. No. So, okay. So my dad's like, we're going to go, we're going to go to therapy because I've been like That's... working on a book proposal for a really long time, oh, writing right. about my teen years and my family. And right. like, I wrote this broadly article called Doing Meth with My Stepmom that mm-hmm. like, but, but got a big like audience online. And so I'm kind of building off of that, but it was like a whole, it was a thing like, and it talks about very frankly, just about my relationship with this former stepmom, not my current stepmom and my relationship with my dad. And so he's like, knows that I've been working and writing about this. So he's He's like like, shitting his pants. He's like, we're going to go to therapy. We're going to go to Tony. So we go to Tony (laughs) and I'm like, maybe my dad and I will like talk, like we can talk and like have like some sort of communication break through but really the therapy with tony was i sat in a chair and then tony explained to me that my dad was the way he is because in 1947 two months after my dad was born a huge tornado swept through (laughs) i'm not kidding a huge tornado swept through his small town of shattuck oklahoma and killed hundreds of people in a it was like a violent tornado and all all and killed all his mom's friends so then (laughs) she was a psycho to him oh no that that's why he's been a a, like subpar father that's why a tornado is the reason why he's a tornado to you i was like so you're you tornado me meet tornado to tell me that like a tornado to, for no one to really like take responsibility for their actions no, but we're not. just gonna like blame this on a tornado let's absolve all responsibility and then blame a tornado that's a first i've never heard of a, oh it was incredible <laughs> i've I was never like, heard of a tornado being blamed i truly like, being, being, i left that i was like cheers to you tony because like that is <laughs> that a whole takes new creative like that's creative thinking no it was yeah. like he took it that's all innovative. the way back and then no one was responsible for anything and, and of course when your dad hears that it's easy because it's like, oh, great. So it's not my fault. It's all tornado's fault. Love you. XO. Like literally like it's like, great. The, yeah. There was nothing to work on really because it's a tornado. It was, so, a, it was masterful. Well, it's not my fault. It's it was masterful tornado. therapy. Build a tornado. <laughs> Go build a tornado because I don't need to pay for this. It's a tornado's fault. Like that's insane. It was crazy. That's so insane. So, I mean, like I think that happens. But I think that happens a lot. I know. I think that a lot of like, and I'm a huge believer in therapy and like huge. therapy is like very much helped me in times of like darkness and stuff but i'm also a huge believer in like taking stock Breaks. of my life and my oh. decisions yeah and course. like and taking ownership yeah and, and like looking at my problems and figuring yeah. out how i'm responsible for them so it's if incredible you're not really willing don't. to do that you can always like sh- like say whatever to your therapist and like make it manipulate the situation to where they're your like biggest supporter and like making you feel like you're doing everything right but like i know i feel like i know so many people like that but that like use their therapist in that way but i mean it's crazy like in a breakup when someone's like oh 
I had no idea. It's all their fault. Like they take no responsibility and you're like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like honey. The best is when people go to therapy and then like they use that to then tell you that their therapist, what their therapist has said negatively about you and like how you're a mess and you need to figure your life out according yeah. to their therapist who's never met you. And like, that's totally bonkers. It's a bonkers. Situation. I had an amazing therapist who dumped me because the hours are from 10 to six Monday through Friday. Oh yeah. And I had to go to work. Well, what do people who work <laughs> like regular Babe, jobs do? I don't for therapy? know. I honestly don't know because I had to go to therapy. I wanted to go to, I went back to Will and Grace and I wanted to go back into therapy. And, and my therapist, again, who I fucking love, was like, sorry, babe, 10 to 6, Monday through Friday. And I was like, babe, I was like, can you please? And I'm seeing, I'd seen him for a year, year and a half. I mean, it's not like it was a random thing. And I was like, well, can we maybe still do therapy? Can you like come in an hour early? On and a we weekend? can go? Yeah, yeah. Or something. He's like, nope, sorry. <laughs> And I was just like, therapists are all about like their boundaries, which is gets to be I a know, really but I, weird situation. And I, but I trolled him all the time. I was like, 10 to 6, honey, who the fuck are you seeing? Like Sofia Coppola and that's it? Like, like Well, didn't he like, charge, doesn't he charge like insane? Yeah, they all do though. Yeah, they but all like, do. if you can find affordable therapy, it's like great. Yeah, but so many charge like, up so the So many union. charge crazy and like insurance doesn't cover it. It's like a whole. My insurance does. It's Riders Guild. To but find... yeah, a lot of people don't. Yeah, but like my insurance does not. Like my insurance does cover in network, but most therapists that are in network have reached their quota of people that they will see that are covered by insurance. So like mm-hmm. they won't take on any new people. Right. It's just like a whole mess. It's very difficult to like find good mental health. Yeah. Help when you uh, need it. Yeah. It's very hard. It's very, very hard. I, I experienced that on i i have complete access to everything i have the money i have the resources i have all that stuff and even finding a therapist when i was working on will and grace who could see me on a weekend or whatever or in the morning was so hard i couldn't tell you how many people were just like no 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 and i was like uh okay and uh, it i don't know it's so profoundly broken yeah no it was def- it was difficult i thankfully like got to go to i or i found like affordable therapy at the right institute but and they work oh, right. on like a sliding scale but based on your moved. income but she, then she moved she like gr- she like graduated and right. became like a real therapist right. and then hiked up the price a little bit but even that was like i couldn't handle how right. much that was so. Are you going back I don't know. I I got the name of some more local, like affordable therapy clinics. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because I also like she now is in like DTLA, so that's hard to get to, and like so now I might yeah, go need therapy just and, for that commute. <laughs> yeah. No, I told her that. I like cracked that <laughs> joke. She did not lol. <laughs> <laughs> I love when the like, lols are returned to sender. It's yeah. really like like it's just like nope, sorry, I'm not I'm not receiving the lol. No, she she did not receive my lol. Did not return to center. I love it. It's yeah. so powerful. It was a powerful people moment. just like building up the law wall. Yeah. And you can't get through the law wall. I know. It was a hard gnaw <laughs> on my lol. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. It was amazing. I, I went to a, it. I went to a party in LA, uh, a, a who's Jew party, like because uh, it was like it was celebrating some Jewish holiday. It was like a dinner party and um, it, everyone there was like some LA nightmare person. Mm-hmm. Just like true. And I would like, I sat at a table and I was like trying to like be funny and like, I'm funny. Like whatever. <laughs> if there's one thing I like believe in, it's like my ability to like tell a all. Yeah. It's like what I do for a living. Like, yeah. Whatever. And everyone was just like, hmm. 
everyone like literally made a point to like not laugh or acknowledge me. It was a power move. It was like, I was like, my laws were being rejected Mm -hmm. because it was power. And I was like, so it made me so incensed with rage. The only person that lolled was Nick Kroll who was sitting at my table because (laughs) he like didn't care. He's Nick Kroll. He can loll freely. He doesn't give a shit. He's Nick Kroll. He's richer than sin. He has nothing to prove. He has nothing to prove. He can give out the laws freely. Yeah. He's a generous lol giver. I'm a, you know? pretty, I'm a generous law giver too. Of course. A law well, is a law to me. I want a law. Yeah. Like I, I enter every situation of my, I wake up I in give the morning so many opportunities. hoping that I will law, like I'm ready to fill up my law I, tank. I have an open mind for this because I, I go in wanting to law. I don't ever reject a law due to a power move. That's insane to no. me. I don't have it in me to like power move someone's law with a null. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. <laughs> It's disturbing. It is. So I love it. The only one at the table was just Nick Kroll lolling. And I was just like, okay, I'll take it. Lol achieved. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, if the only person I can make at the table lol is Nick Kroll, then I've made it fine. It's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. All is good. Yeah. Um, Okay, I have to go. Uh, You're going to the Grove? I have to go. No, I'm meeting my family. They like like to eat at four, which is so weird. Where are you meeting them? South Beverly Grill. You have to go now? Well, like in 10 minutes. Okay. I have like water and then it's like. Need to make that stuff. I don't know. Are we done? I guess. How long have we been working? Like recording for? How long have you been working for? We've been long enough. We can end it, right? Yeah. Like what? Forty-five minutes. It's been three an hour. It's been yeah. We're good. That's good, right? Yeah. So, well, that you don't just throw the mic down. No, I wasn't going to. God, <laughs> I wasn't going to throw the mic right? down. Stop. You're it. really intense today. Why? I am pretty intense today. You are really intense I know, because I'm just in soothe. I woke up with these zits on my fucking face. Two zits. I know, but we covered them up. Yeah, she put this thing called concealer on me, which I've never used before, and it was incredible. Yeah. And I'm getting a facial tomorrow, and I'm also getting the new iPhone today. <laughs> it was just a lot. I'm feeling really... Oh, God. Un- this is great. I'm feeling really unsoothed today. He's really unsoothed today. I don't and know. you're taking it out on me, putting me on blast. But guess what? <laughs> I stand by my decision. I just want you to be open to your fans. Guess what? And give them what they deserve. I practice something called radical honesty. Yeah. So. So do it. Yeah. So I did. I know. I had to force it. You didn't force anything. Not so radical anymore. I'm not trying to like deny anything. Anyways, this is scandalous. I hope that we do an episode next week. We won't because I can't. (laughs) My fucking headphones. I told you a piece of my headphone got lodged in the hole. Okay, fine. So I will leave you with this wisdom. Because I like to end with like a wise thing to say, or just like a thought, which is make it your goal to walk into every situation being open to laws and don't power move with a null. No. And, and if and someone's... And think about if you're trying... If, if, you, if someone's not being lol and you're giving so many laws and you're getting no none in return, you need to go fill up your lol tank somewhere else. Yeah. You need to go find someone who will fill up your lol tank with the laws you deserve. Okay. Yeah, we accept the laws we think we deserve. Yeah, <laughs> we do. That's true. All right, happy Thanksgiving. All right, Smooch, thankful for you. Thankful for you. Bye. Bye-bye.
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.